0: Little shit, yep. The of Tari. the back! The boys are back in the saddle on a different platform. So the Atomic Drop Show rides again. On YouTube. Did you miss me? So oh, how I have missed you! You can talk a little wrestling with us by calling 803-369-3537. You're gonna give me what I want! I've been asking for it for years! And now here are your hosts, just in time, and Kyle Cruz. Paul, say something stupid. Oh, a little bit of the bubbling!
1: ladies and gentlemen just in time here of the atomic drop show uh we are now coming back as promised as a part two to the news that broke out this afternoon uh as many of you may or may not have known i'm pretty sure if you've been living underneath a rock for the last four or five hours uh there has been several a dozen cuts to wwe's uh, roster, and also part of their talent in on-screen and off-screen uh, members of the WWE family. It's been a very hard time to digest what has been happening. Uh, we're we're kind of taking it day by day, probably now. When I say this, you'll be hearing this hopefully by tomorrow. And uh, we're still t- all trying to process what has happened. But uh, the man that I uh, I share my uh, microphone with is none other than Kyle Cruz, and we are going to be sitting here and we're going to try to make sense of
0: what has happened. Kyle, how are you doing this evening? Uh, I'm doing about as well as one can be. Uh, very, very sad news here. A dark day as we are just in the midst of a very dark time, really uh, in the entire world, but certainly in the wrestling world. And specifically in WWE, um, so many releases of superstars, of producers, agents, backstage staff, other um, on on their personalities as well. It's a it is a tough time, and uh, my heart's my my heart and you know thoughts and prayers and everything are going out to everybody that's affected. Um, you know uh, nobody is immune from no nobody is yeah so it's just a really really crappy time man
1: and we we decided to do a 10 o'clock show because uh right after uh nxt uh we are hoping to just uh keep alert to see if anything develops and if it comes over the wire via twitter or any other web source uh from reputable sources we will report it right to you directly
0: I have my uh, finger on the uh, pulse here, my finger on the button. I am.
1: I wish it wasn't on the false, buddy.
0: <laughs> I wish it wasn't. Yeah, no, it's, um, you know, you You. you want to try and be as updated as possible. It is 10.04, so you'd hope that the news has stopped for the evening, but you just don't know. Um, you really just hope that the news has... It's has... a crapshoot it's a crapshoot you'd hope the news has stopped period but you really don't know I mean we could wake up tomorrow and and there might be more I I just don't know and nobody knows here um just have to throw throw it out there if you want to be part of the show if you want to just call in talk about some of the release the releases or anything else on your mind feel free to call us up 803 369 3537 if you're on YouTube you see the number on your screen 803 369-3537. Three six nine three five three seven. Um Yeah, let's just go ahead and, and get into it, brother. All right.
1: Uh, so let us go down the... Well, let, we should actually probably start at the beginning of uh, what transpired. Sure. Uh, earlier today, there was a video conference call done by Vince... And said that there were going to be cuts in furloughs coming. Uh, the the call lasted as long as five minutes, which, on a uh, personal level, I find kind of cold. Yes, I, I I I don't know how you kind of feel about that, but a five minute call to say don't pick up your phone is kind of kind of cold hearted in my opinion, but. What, what the hell do I know? I don't run a billion-dollar company like uh, Vince does. But with everything that has transpired this week for WWE, it has been out- outside of a like a uh, Benoit tragedy or anything along those lines. From a business standpoint, it has been a very, very dark dark week I think the last time it was this financially dark was back when the first run of the XFL got cancelled and got went bankrupt and uh, what's the old saying Uh, uh, don't uh, about history and doom to repeat it uh, it's same damn damn thing that has happened back over again and it is in the opinion of this uh, journalist that history was destined to repeat itself, and it did this time around. I feel like the XFL triggered this huge decline uh, I, with also the, the virus that is running around that has crippled the world and put it out for business, but I digress with that. Uh, I will now go through the uh, the wrestlers, producers, announcers, referee, creative, and other on-air talent for who has been cut in futured endeavored. We start with
0: M J Jenkins, Diana Perazzo. Diana Perazzo. She's she's yeah. She was on Raw. Uh, she 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 wrestled Nia Jax on her debut or her her uh, return on raw not this past monday but monday of last week. Okay. Big fan of hers by the way. Huge fan. Alexander
1: Jeskin, Jeskin? Jesky.
0: Yes. Uh so he was a performance center recruit and he just got there but but they had a lot of high hopes for him. Uh a lot of people were were shocked by um by his release. Um, I didn't really get, get a chance to see him um, on any of the NXT Florida loops down here, but um, but r- reports were good, and, you know, it's it was just really, really shocking. Totally.
1: Uh, we also have Rusev, No Way Jose, Mike and Maria Canellis, Primo and Epico, Rowan, Sarah Logan, the Good Brothers, Carl Anderson, Luke Gallows, EC three, Drake Maverick, Kurt Hawkins, Heath Slater, Eric Young, and Leo Rush. And I do not know at, at, looking at this list, we mentioned that Zack Ryder, but I do not know if that is
0: still yeah. true or not. Yes, Zach Zach Ryder is uh Zack Ryder is officially uh released from his contract. Um he is no longer um He's no longer a roster member. Let me, let me see if I can take a look at my, at my list as well. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Zack Ryder. He's on there. Um, uh, his, I believe they're still engaged. His fiance, Chelsea Green. Uh, she's still there. Um, but, you know, uh, still a really sad story. Real. Gosh man, it's a dark day. So that is, it is. um that's all of the talent, the on air wrestling talent so far, right?
1: Yes, that is on air talent. Uh we'll go for announcers, uh Aiden English and Jerry Soto.
0: Yes. Um both did um did very well in their roles. I I will kinda hone in on Aiden English who really shined as a broadcaster on 205 Live. Um, He went from, you know, from a career as a wrestler and then, you know, kind of being the manager slash sidekick to Rusev as part of the Rusev Day faction, uh, got over like a million bucks, and he made that that amazing transition into commentary, Um, did a really good job, um, you know, adding some layers to that show and to see him go that's that's also a that's also a very significant loss for him man it that was. sucks.
1: uh we also had uh senior referee mike kyota
0: that is probably the name that i am most shocked by because he'd been there for like three decades like he'd been there for a very long time and I didn't think he was going anywhere. I thought he would have just retired there. So, um, yeah, that's a massive shock for me.
1: Uh, we also had uh, it was labeled other on air talent. Maybe you can shed some light on this individual, Josiah Williams. So
0: Josiah Williams is uh, so first he he made his made his name um, on YouTube on you know on social media. And he did this this rap series called Wrestle and Flow. And he would take all these wrestler theme songs and he would put rap remix, like he would make rap remixes to him, add lyrics. Um, his first video uh, was my first exposure to him. And he did this awesome remix of the Undisputed Era theme song. And, um, and it caught the attention of, of lots of people in WWE. And he, uh, he was hired uh, last spring, and um, he's been on-air digital talent. Um, he's hosted, I mean, just even up through today, um, probably after news of his, uh, you know, his separation from the company. Um, you know, he's been hosting Instagram Live videos throughout the entire pandemic, Um he is a wizard um he can rap he can edit videos I uh, I consider him not a super close friend but we're but you know um we are friendly and we've chopped it up about doing all kinds of projects together and he is a tremendous guy and immensely talented guy and it sucks to see him um, it sucks to see him go it, it it's a that one also hurts them a lot more than I think most people realize. All right. <clears throat>
1: uh, let's see. Uh, did I even say Leo Rush? I don't believe so. Well, okay. Let. Uh, I said the Good Brothers, EC3, Drake Maverick, Kurt Hawkins, Heath Slater, Eric Young, and Leo Rush. If I didn't miss any of those.
0: Uh, Leo Rush, that I believe was the one we were missing. Um, Leo Rush had kind of had a career that just went everywhere. Um, He was on... Yeah, he was a jack-of-all-trades right there. He was on 205 Live, and he was on Raw managing Lashley. He was NXT Cruiserweight Champion. Um, uh, Considering how how his WWE career started off and really like that first, probably the first year, year to year and a half. It wasn't, it wasn't the greatest, you know, uh, Leo stepped away, had to take some time away. And then he came back seemingly rejuvenated, came back healthy. Um, and he became cruiserweight champion. And uh, I was um, looking forward to seeing what he could do and, Even as recently as this past weekend, this past Monday night on Raw, he was, you know, he, you know, you could see him try to, you know, angle for, you know, for, for, uh, for another return of the tandem of Leo and Lashley. I would have loved to see that. And, uh, you know, no, um, the boss and, you know, the powers, the powers that be had different plans. And it's just the old man. Yeah. It's, um. He's another one, uh, uh, another versatile guy. Um, I've known him, uh, since, uh, early 2017, uh, you know, he's always tr- treated me well. Um, he's, um, immensely talented as a wrestler, as a rapper, uh, as an editor, um, as, um, uh, as a designer, he, he can do do a lot in and out of wrestling. And so it's going to be interesting to see where a number of these talents fall because, um, a lot of them are definitely multi-talented outside of the wrestling ring.
1: Without question. All right. Producers, WWE Hall of Famer, Kurt Angle, Billy Kidman, Mike Rotunda, Pat Buck, Fit Finley, Sean Davari, Scott Armstrong, Sarah Stock, Shane Helms, and Lance Storm.
0: Um I mean you take a look at at the list of names um you know some have been there for a very long time um they're all respected they've all you know done something in this business they you know they've all helped train um you know and helped produce an agent matches um you know uh, of some of your favorite superstars, um, I am surprised, uh, quite surprised, shocked by the release of Finley. Um, Fit Finley is, uh, man, um, he was synonymous with with the growth of the NXT women's division, specifically. But just the entire women's division, I mean, I remember stories about about him in like 2005, 2006, trying to, you know, just trying to get, uh, you know, just anything substantial for the women long before, you know, a revolution started, long before the evolution or whatever you want to call it started. Um, So he was highly instrumental in that. Billy Kidman, another one, highly influential, um, with, uh, I mean, you know with 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 those guys, you know, the you know those guys I'm talking about, you know the the uh, indie guys, you know, your Seth Rollinss, your Kevin Owens. Um, I mean, some of the greatest matches, some of the greatest match finishes have been p- planned out by by this crop of people. Lance Storm uh, just joined him not too long ago, um, and but it's sad to see him go only after a few months. Um, IRS Mike Rotunda, I mean he's he's been with them for a very long time as well. Uh, just it, it it's it's bad, man. Like right. and I know that 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 that's just going to be the response for everything, but. um but the consequences are going to be felt for a, a very long time. One of the producers that are still there, um, by the name of Scrap Iron—I mean, that's what he went by—Scrap Iron, the uh, Scrap Daddy. Actually, an old alumni, an old guest of the Atomic Drop Show. Um, uh, he's one of the uh, surviving, if you will, producers. And he put on Twitter not too long ago, he said that, um, you know, he's humbled to have studied under the learning tree of of all of these producers and that, you know, he's learned and that the best thing that he and the other remaining producers can do is just do the very best they can to try and run with the ball on their behalf. Um, and I think that's that's what the roster has to do. That's what each on-air personality has to do. That's what each production member has to do. Uh, the the writers. I don't believe um you pulled up the information about the writers that were let go, but yes. I have. Oh, so then you do? Okay. Well, I then, do. Well,
1: then uh, hey, then that is awesome. But it's like the only writer that was released was uh Andre Andre Lisberger yes. and she was uh the one that wrote out the Otis and Mandy storyline.
0: Absolutely. Absolutely. That was the one or she was the one to write out that storyline. So um you know arguably, you know, one of the better storylines or at least one of the more you know, more uh, uh, engaging, engaging storylines, and it's a love story that actually had, at least so far, a happy ending, and that doesn't happen in, in WWE. So credit to her for writing that. Um, yeah, this is being a f- is being felt a- across the board, and we're gonna f- we're gonna feel the hit for a very long time. I predict.
1: And I, I did not know she was uh, the writer for the uh, Otis and Mandy storyline. And that was, like you said, it, it, it was engaging. It, it was a great storyline that they started back in December. Think about that. December they started this stupid thing. And it, it took this long to culminate in. It had a lot of people's attention. And I thought it was a hell of a bit of writing on
0: her part. And considering that, you know, like these storylines kind of, you know, like not through fault of the writers, but they, <clears throat> but the storylines kind of get dropped after, you know, two, three weeks, um, you know, to have it go from December through now um, and and having that awesome, awesome moment at WrestleMania 36. It was a feel good story. And uh, it, it was, definitely was. And it was well done. So she'll be missed. And a lot of, um, a lot of the staff. Um, I mean, I've I, I follow a lot of people on Twitter. Um, we are talking about um, people who, um, who do digital archiving. Who you know who um, people who are loggers. People who who just comb through footage all day, watching all kinds of of wrestling in preparation for uploads to the network, um, trying to draw footage out for, for highlight reels, stuff like that. It's like, it is hit a lot of people in offices, you know, up in Stanford, up in that area, certainly down here, just, just a couple blocks away from me at the performance center as well. There's a lot of people who have been, um, just hit by this.
1: Like, I totally, totally agree. Uh, it, like you said, it, it's going to be much like this virus. It's going to take a while for this one to correct its course, and it's not often as it once was when we get this kind of uh, clean slate. Mm-hmm. It, it, God, it, it's like it takes around like five, six years
0: to get to get this bad. Well, I mean, in this case, you know, you hope. <laughs> We, you hope to never experience this because because it's you know we we're, we're living in unprecedented times we are living through a global pandemic and there is no uh you know just no matter what you know government officials might say there is no real timetable for us to completely get back to normal and so with that there's a lot of uncertainty and there's and and there might be a feeling of people have to protect themselves and the company has to protect themselves you know from uh you know even more losses i want to bring this up because i saw okay. this i saw this tweet from jake barnett who is a writer for, uh from From your favorite pro wrestling website, prowrestling.net. Hey. Uh, (laughs) And I figured you'd like that one. Jake Barnett. He says, there seems to be misconception that WWE has $500 million in cash on hand. They, They had $90 million in liquid cash at the end of 2019 on their balance sheet. That means the rest of the liquidity would come from fully leveraging existing revolving credit lines. So in layman's terms, that means they don't have a lot of money to no. just outright spend. Now, that $90 million is taking into account every facet of their business. We're, you know, we are talking not just television rights, but we're talking about live event sales. We're talking about merch sales. We we are talking about live event Merch sales, which is a massive, massive, massive cut uh, of their revenue as as well. Um, we we're talking about um, uh, just all of these different factors and all of these different, you know, slices of the pie that with this pandemic, with no live crowds, with no touring, you know, like they are running just j- just with the two, you know, raw and Smackdown brands those had two house show tours. And then you had the NXT brand that, that had a local Florida house house show loop and then a national house, house show loop. So they had four touring brands every week four touring crews. And, you know, sure with that came a lot of it, it with came coming with that is a lot of expenditures, but there's a lot of, of, um, you know, uh, revenue that is currently lost because of this pandemic. So, um, it, am I on WWE side? Not in the slightest. Um, it's hard for everybody. I see why they felt like they had to do it. I think the financial situation was probably a little bit more dire than they thought. You know, plus, you have to think about, you know, people have brought up the whole Saudi Arabia deal. Who knows when those shows are going to take place? Yeah. I I mean, you know, sure, like those were significant, you know, cash, liquid cash payments as well. But those weren't coming anytime soon because they're not going to Saudi Arabia anytime soon. Best believe that. So they are trying to tighten the tighten their belt the best they can with talent that they feel that maybe they necessarily don't feel like they they can, um you know, they can expend. But maybe with a greater focus on talent that is based in Florida um to where they don't have to pay for hotels and flights and all this other stuff. Um, it's, it, it's kind of a tricky situation. We don't really know the entire thought process of, of Vince and, you know, those in power making these decisions on who to cut. Do you even want to know the thought process? Um, maybe in a few years on an edition of dark side of the ring, but right now, no, because a lot of my, cause a lot of my good buddies are hurting, and I and I I'm, I'm just kind of in a in a in a sad headspace for them. Not necessarily like the rage hasn't really hit me yet. Might be there tomorrow though. I, I believe it. <clears throat> like, like we spoke about
1: earlier, you know these people more so than on a personal level than I ever can, and I I don't feel like I can ever understand what they are going through, what you're going through and knowing the business as well. Probably, I dare say, you know, this business more than I ever will without question. I go to you for like stupid ass questions and you're just like, Oh, blah, 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 blah. Oh yeah. But I know you have a very deep connection. I understand how personally impacted you are because of this. And it, it it sucks. It, it just flat out sucks. I mean, there there is no good time to do this, but you don't even hear like massive companies coming out this publicly to do such a thing. And I think what hurts even more is that they were WWE was deemed essential, but yet they had to use old archive. Footage to fill in like an hour and a half of Monday Night Raw, and you look at this roster and you go, "Why didn't they just use any of these people?" That that's that's the thing that gets me.
0: I you know one of my things, and you know once again my anger hasn't fully formed yet, if you will. But I saw it's like Monday morning. No way, Jose posting a picture on Twitter or on Instagram or somewhere on on social media. And he posts this picture of a basically empty airplane. And he's like, "Hey, work calls, man. I got to you know, I got to go, you know. Yep. Uh, here's a look at 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 who I'm flying with." And there's like legit like 3 people on the plane. And You see that picture and you see like you you recognize the sacrifice that these wrestlers go through and and the staff right Um, to get on a plane. Flying from wherever you're flying from to get to Orlando. Wrestling a two or three minute match and then flying back to your home. Probably having to do some kind of self-quarantine because you don't know what's happening in any of these airports. In the midst of that, getting and we're not sure whether they were texts, whether they were phone calls, whether like I'm not exactly sure. So I don't want to speculate there. I've heard lots of speculation and I don't want to necessarily get into that, but being contacted. By whatever way to say, hey, we don't need you, you know, you are no longer deemed essential personnel, so we are going to fire you. It shall be noted that I believe it was Justin LaBar who reported earlier that the wrestlers themselves are actually being terminated. They are being fired but the the behind the scenes staff um they are currently just being f- furloughed <clears throat> um and you know just with a hope for the best for the future and i'm like i i just to treat the wrestlers future in in such such a callous way it it's 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 going to be a bitter pill to swallow. And you could see in some of the responses where there's not really a whole lot of praise and thankfulness to the company, perhaps in 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 in, in how they let. Some of these people go, um, right. we will probably hear more as the days and weeks progress as things perhaps get a little less raw in the moment, but a little uh, uh, more calculated and measured as the emotion really starts to set in and the reality starts to set in.
1: Speaking of emotion, Cody Rhodes just sent this out on his uh, Instagram uh, one minute ago. <clears throat> I'd like to take a moment to say how proud I am to be friends of uh, Z Ryder 85 which is Zack Ryder, in a In a world of weekend warriors and, quote, play wrestlers, this dude expressed passion and drive for pro wrestling like no other. Those 14 years to see him consistently try to better himself, whether that be his in-ring work or watching him physically mold himself and his body into such a uh, specimen drug-free with hard work and will, I will I have a little rule. And that's if you ever, quote, gotten over in wrestling, you can always do so again. That rule being fully applicable to Matt now. At 34 years young, his best wrestling days are ahead of him. Cheers to a great start in 14 years of unrelenting blood, sweat, and tears. Future endeavors are limitless when you are actually endeavored. I choose this picture. It's uh, him on the uh, ladder at WrestleMania. Because it was one of my last days at WWE, watching 80,000-plus people applaud as Matt won gold. at was an eruption not only live in the arena, but in the locker room as well. Hearing Dolph coronate for his father to come over the rails meanwhile... I was uh, ass deep into a broken ladder and stuck, but had the best seat in the whole entire house. Seeing father, son embrace, I thought I'd be jealous or bitter, but I was actually truly happy and proud of one of my peers. Congratulations, my friend, and good luck.
0: So that makes me want to relive that moment from WrestleMania 32. That was uh, one, of the, uh, one of the few highlights of that show from what I recall, but um, it was a great moment. That ladder match was, was pretty darn special and the embrace and the celebration um for Zack Ryder getting his WrestleMania moment, that was awesome. I'm uh, just gonna call it right now uh Zack Ryder AEW confirmed. I mean y- y- you would think so. Um
1: It sounds like it sounds like he's a lock,
0: but I'm sure I would probably give it about a year or two. So we don't necessarily know um, what the status is? I I'm I'm hearing conflicting speculation, and I'll ask you. Maybe you heard something else about the whole ninety day compete clause. Whether that's still in effect? Um,
1: <sighs> I, I'm gonna assume that that's a fucking bloodbath that happened, and I bet you every single one of them is under a ninety days. Because if Vince wants to sit there and tack more time onto somebody after they got hurt. Like a la Brody Lee. I mean, it it's not below him.
0: Yeah, no. Um I, I I I'm not sure what AEW's posture is, um, whether or not they're still, you know, gonna hire people. I think everybody just kind of assumes. Assume that you know guys like Zack Ryder will probably go. Obviously the revival they were released from their contracts earlier this week. Um you know y- there's this assumption that they're gonna go, but you know, AEW it's it it's they're 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 in a similar position, perhaps even a worse spot, because they don't have, you know, the massive television deal that WWE has with Fox Correct. in USA. So, so, so they probably, I mean, we don't really know their financials like that. They're not a publicly traded company. They they are privately held by the Khan family, but, um, I don't know if AEW is going to be in a huge rush to hire all these ex WWE people, even though each of them certainly could have a presence. I still think it's way too early to think, of all of that, um, I, I take it as a nice gesture from Cody, but I do think that there is something to singling him out in particular, singling out Zack Ryder. Um, you well, never they know. Did,
1: he did set up him and Chelsea together.
0: But Chelsea is... Oh, 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 so... In,
1: in a relationship. They they, they uh, did like a blind date together, and that's why Cody reached out to Matt via that
0: way. See, I didn't know that uh, that Cody was playing matchmaker there. I had no yep, idea. Yep, he was
1: the he was the initial reason
0: why those two got together.
1: It was him and Brandy uh, set them both up together. Fun fact. That's fantastic. I did not know. Yep, yep, yep. That's why he singled them out.
0: Man. That's really cool. Um, you know, it's a trying time. Zack Ryder has been in WWE for 14, 14 years, since 2006, as part of the Major Brothers, um, you know, going, going through Long Island IZ and Z True Long Island Story, going through uh, all of his different phases and iterations and different tag teams and title runs and and all that. It's It's been a wild ride for... For him, uh, one of the guys that um, didn't really surprise me as far as, you know, him being released, because I don't think he was going to re-sign anyway, but somebody who uh, could immediately at some point make an impact, whether it's in AEW, whether it's Ring of Honor or Impact or or, uh, you know, New Japan or wherever. It's Rusev. Yeah, it's Rusev Day. It's Rusev Day every day. And I have to put it out there. Uh, Oh, a couple weeks ago, Rusev put out on Twitter that he was going to give $20,000 of his own money. Give up twenty grand, to support some of the behind the scenes, you know, production people, those people that generally we don't know about um, as they were displaced because of all the tapings being moved to Orlando and and, you know, just all that loss of income good guy rusev you know does this and he's all you know just all reports everybody just always has like the nicest things to to say about him and to see him let go um and to see him in a position where um there there isn't an automatic path for him anywhere right now. Um it's it's maddening. It's kind of infuriating. So so we'll see where he goes. Uh do, do you have any predictions? I know it's kind of early, but you know, just try to try to think on the optimistic side of where he could go in the future.
1: I mean everybody wants to say AEW, but also don't forget There is a third wheel, uh, TNA, too. Uh, I know you are a big supporter of TNA. I don't know if that still is true with you. Uh, But I feel like anybody who gets Rusev is pretty much just going to get pretty much an all-around amazing wrestler. Uh, I, I just want to see him be used correctly and utilized correctly. I, I, I want to say that when I was at uh, Mania 30 at uh, Fan Access, I saw him wrestle live at the Access with Lana. And I thought that was pretty damn cool. Because back, I didn't really understand who Rusev was then. But now looking at him now, I wish I could have paid more attention and uh, gotten behind him sooner. that just kind of falls on me. And I will forever, forever miss his sandal-wearing appearance at the Survivor Series.
0: (laughs) His his sandal-wearing appearance at the Survivor Series. Yes, indeed. Yes, indeed. That's brilliant. I love it. (laughs) I love it, man. Yeah, he's one of those guys that you you know, um, you know, just for whatever reason, he just... He got over maybe when he wasn't supposed to get over, or in spite of, in spite of his push. And Vince
1: hates people that get over organically. I try. Uh, Mrs. Uh, Time was uh, talking about that too, and I said Vince hates people who get over organically. And the only person that had been able to do it successfully was Daniel Bryan.
0: But even that was a fight.
1: That was a huge fight, but out of Rusev and even Ryder, we stuck more with Daniel Bryan. I don't know what we did, but with Daniel, it 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 just felt like this just needed to happen.
0: Yeah, I I mean um, Daniel Bryan, certainly you know just one of the. Um, one of the positive stories of getting yourself over that didn't necessarily translate long term for guys like Zack Ryder and R- Rusev. They, I mean, is you know, there anybody else moments. that's
1: gotten over like that? Am I missing anybody like that?
0: Super organically, like that?
1: Yeah, I mean, those are the only three that have ever come to my mind.
0: Uh, I mean, it, like in spite of their push. I, I mean, I can't say that that they got over to really like any one of their, you know, any one of their threes level, but I think Cesaro, to a certain extent, um he's perpetually over to a certain extent, um but not wildly popular. You won't hear, you know, Cesaro chants like you'd hear, oh, you know, a woo-woo-woo chant during... A, another match or a yes chant in another match or a rusev day chant in another match um especially now nah I I I can't really think of anybody I I,
1: I don't know of anybody uh it, it it's hard to do organically we we have said it before and it's pretty much just common base fact that if you get yourself organically, uh, Vince hates you. He he is the say all creator. He he likes to emulate himself as God, and he will put you in a place where he deems you accessible. And that is how he just operates. That 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 is how he will always be. That will be the be the way until he is uh, no longer among us. Which I I I don't. Ever, nobody wants to ever nah, say that. Nah,
0: man, don't speculate that, brother. Don't speculate that. But yeah, I mean, yeah, just just, just for for the duration, you know, you can expect that Vince really isn't going to change his ways. And oh, he,
1: I mean, he bought he bought him what, his mother a tennis court, and made a tennis court for his mother. That is true. I mean, he, he does have a heart somewhere inside of that damn body of his.
0: Well, well, I don't think a lot of people... Well, I guess I really can't say. But I haven't heard too many stories of Vince being particularly vindictive as far as personally. Even the people that were frustrated with Vince on a professional level as far as not having you know, the right creative idea or, or or having any creative idea for a particular talent. I don't, generally, I don't feel that people dislike Vince as far as, like, a human being. He has his quirks, you know, as evidenced by almost every shoot interview you'll hear, But I think people realize that there is a heart somewhere, somewhere, you know, it's not just the cold Mr. McMahon character, you know,
1: totally, totally agree.
0: Just want to let you know, if you want to call in right now, if you're watching here on YouTube, you, you see the number 803. 369-3537 369-3537 if you are listening to this on replay on demand you can call us be part of the show 803 say what now
1: I have, I have not heard in demand in a hot minute right there in demand going back to like the in demand we're, what what are we watching watching in demand
0: pay-per-view I like I'm pretty sure I'm pretty sure we still have in demand pay-per-view on my spectrum cable I think we still have it
1: I I don't have Spectrum. I'm one of them cord cutters.
0: Oh, yes. Yeah, so that explains it. That explains it. But no, if you're listening to this after the fact, you can call in uh, every Thursday night when we go live, around about 9 o'clock-ish, Eastern Standard Time, 6 p.m. Pacific. Call in at 803-369-3537. Drop us a line. Be part of the show if you want to talk a little bit of wrestling with us um or anything else or hey or anything else
1: we're still I mean, we specialize in this but you know what we do other great things
0: like we talk about our amazing sponsors please enlighten our wonderful audience about our wonderful sponsors
1: all right shameless plug right here uh we are the proud sponsors of reload rub and seasoning uh make sure you go to reloadrub.com. Get yourself uh get yourself some sweet uh rub right there, or some sweet swag merch, whatever you want to call it. I got me a nice koozie over here too that I love to use now. Uh they specialize in, as I said, uh rubs and seasoning. Uh fully loaded, double action, pack and favorite, heat, man. magnum. Oh, delish. Uh they got they got others too, high caliber. And just check them out. Uh, use uh, promo code Atomic Drop at checkout. Save yourself 10%. Love you guys at ReloadRub.com.
0: Reload Rub. I'm telling you, it is a lifesaver. It is a game changer. You will not be disappointed. Double action. That sweet, smoky barbecue blend. That's my favorite thing. And it, and it sounds like I'm pitching right now. But, like, legit, I put it on everything. We had nachos tonight. We had nachos, you know, You know, and and we like to make our own, you know, our own taco sauce, you know, our own taco seasoning and all this kind of stuff. And I'm like, all right, well, but hey, 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 look, I like to put the usual chili powder, cumin, onion powder. Mm -hmm, mm Hey, I'm I'm looking for for uh, for what backups here. Are you going to feed me? No, no, Uh, no, no. no. no, no, uh, Okay. Nope. Well, then that's perfectly fine. I put all the regular ingredients in, and then I'm like, hey. I mean, you could probably, maybe you could
1: throw jalapeno.
0: Jalapeno in there?
1: I like jalapeno. I like a little, I know you're not a fan of cheese or melted cheese. I like, I do like a nice uh, cheddar cheese sometimes.
0: Oh, no, like, I love, I love like shredded cheese. I just don't like cheese sauce. Okay. We're, we're, I mean, I, I
1: i like i love uh layered nachos i love uh you know maybe maybe some uh green onion scallions if you want to call them that
0: absolutely uh
1: maybe a, a little sour cream i don't i'm not a big uh olive kind of sewer on top of my
0: nachos oh, or brother, anything like you, that you're, you're missing a lot bro
1: you got to get the nachos I, I, inside I, I, uh, 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 no no olives no
0: olives it's quarantine food brother yeah, you know what? So are mushrooms, and you don't see me eating those either. I, I've never seen mushrooms ever pitched as quarantine food. The bottom. Why one, the
1: hell would you? Why? What? But what, what? Hang on. Why would you want to do that? I mean, why would olives be considered a quarantine food?
0: Because they come in a can, and you can buy them in bulk, and and when you get bored. Or not bored. When you get hungry, when you get snacky, just pop the can open and then just start popping them in your mouth. Just. <laughs> the, that's you know what? Sometimes the the situation calls for it. And I'll tell you what the situation also called for in this moment mm. earlier tonight. Some of that double action seasoning, some of that double action blend. And. Look, we put it on everything I remember so when we had Joel and Stacy on, uh, what back in January? December. It was December. It was December. Yes, it was in December. Yes, you're absolutely right. When when we had him on back in December, I believe it was Stacy who who mentioned you, you want to put it on popcorn. Like it'll yes. go good on everything. And I have and I've committed the last five months to putting that to the test. And I can confirm it can go on everything, including nachos uh, in any kind of meat, whether you're grilling steak, whether you got uh, pork chops, whether you're cooking, uh, I mean, just any sort of animal. If you throw it on there, it'll taste good. If you're sauteing vegetables, I got, you know, like, look, I love me some green beans. Just, just, just put, you know, just put a little bit on some green beans and you're in business. The the double action is is delicious. Packing heat is tremendous. The magnum, the the ultimate blend. It it's all good. You really can't miss. Save yourself ten percent at checkout. Enter, atomic shop, at checkout. Reloadrub.com. Do not miss out. It is incredible. I totally agree. Totally agree. Mm. Oh Here. Well, What's happening over there
1: uh, For some reason my phone Decided to uh, play that quick Snippet of uh, Gangster's Paradise
0: hey. Which is kind of Kind of what uh, WWE is feeling Right now <laughs> Hey just make sure You don't play too much of that Because you might get no, no. a strike. You know, I, I, I feel YouTube like if we, if we
1: were to play uh, Some of the weird ale Amish Paradise I think would be alright
0: I, I, I don't know man 'Cause YouTube can be weird sometimes. Oh yeah. I'm just throwing it out there. I'm just throwing it out there. But yeah, that
1: I I I don't know where else to go from here. I mean this it's been a dark day. I like I'm hoping that it's only a one and done. But WWE, as like we said, has been known to throw a curveball in there and say, Here's day two. See ya bitches And those ones are it, it just continues. But I, I'm praying and hoping for all parties involved that this is a one and done. We saw the amount, the immense pour of love and respect from their peers. I uh, saw Seth Rollins post a video on Instagram. Uh, Bailey posted her respect. Uh, she said that she actually reached out to one of the released, said that he. That person was uh, very happy to be released. Uh, my uh, my personal opinion, Rusev, uh, just just weird. He uh, he Slater. I follow he Slater on Instagram. Sure. And uh, he said everybody's waiting for his piece of advice or what he thought. And he said, "I need some more time to digest before I release a statement." But in the meantime, thank you for all the love. Wow, I mean, I I've I've been following Heath Slater for a long time, and I I was a big fan of the uh, the Nexus. As you know, I was a huge fan of Nexus when the absolutely those guys came out. Oh, I was a huge mark, and I I always I always liked Heath Slater. I always liked everything he did to uh, when he was in the Nexus, and then the core. Yeah, and he was part of the one man band, and then he was a three man band, and. Just like I stated earlier, I'm hoping that uh, he comes back and gets himself that sweet world championship run to complete the 3MB uh, trilogy here. (laughs) I'm praying. I'm praying for you, Heath. Man.
0: Yeah, man. Um, Yeah, I, I don't know. Not quite sure what else to say in this moment. It is a tough one for a lot of people. Um, for um, you know, uh, everybody in the WWE family uh, who is still there, um, there's a lot of loss and there's a lot of just mourning. Today was simply not a good day. and there yeah. is a casualty. There's yet another casualty in um, in this ongoing um, pandemic. and you know if you want to you know dig deeper, into you know supposed you know uh, just greed and all that kind of stuff you can do that too um once again my sadness hasn't turned into rage yet maybe it will be there by tomorrow or you know just whenever you know uh we we broadcast in the next few weeks here but um it just sucks it does. Like that's just all I've been able to say all day. It's just this sucks. I
1: mean, it it was a decent day until we until you saw the first round hit. Then it was like, oh oh, it's happening. Yeah. But then it's kind of like you, you just kind of sat by your phone and by the computer and like keep in refresh, refresh, refresh. It's like I hate these days. I despise these types of days. I mean they'll they'll throw you a bone with maybe like two releases, and like all right, nothing's happening, but if they sit there and throw like four or five names out at you real quick like that oh it's 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 not gonna be a good day anywhere at the e
0: no you're you are in for for a long day, a long afternoon of of breaking news and it's just man. wishing wells wishing wells, <laughs> yeah. Oh man! Oh man! It, it this goes back to
1: when you know <clears throat> you know that I was a big. I'm still a big uh, GTE uh, fan. JTE and uh,
0: wait, who? Wait, guy, wait, 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 a what?
1: No, uh, JTE from Crime Time.
0: That's JTG fella.
1: JTG, excuse me. So it's going on eleven o'clock here. Come me some slack.
0: Yo 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 yo. Papa Foldy, chuck your e. roly. It's crime time.
1: And that dude dodged so many cuts. He did. Yes. Back in the day. And he wrote that book. Damn, why did I pick up my phone? <laughs> I mean that dude, that dude was like impervious to freaking bullets. Well, then again, he had the vest on, too. So, what the hell am I talking about? He did have the vest on.
0: Facts. He did have
1: that sweet, sweet vest on. But uh, that, that dude missed a lot of cuts, too. And I remember you and I would just go back and forth on him, going, like, the dude Superman, he isn't going to get released. And then we go through these cuts, and I prove you wrong, like, son of a bitch, there he is. He's safe.
0: Yeah, he he survived, uh, like, a really long time. Oh, yeah. You, you know, and... and 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 he knew it, you know, like 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 that was the title of his of his book, man. And it's like, damn, like why'd I pick up the phone? And um, yeah, yeah, it's um. Now he's doing beard products. Well, have you seen his beard? I have. It's a dope
1: beard, and now coming from one that is growing on my face, it's like, damn, look at him. Yo, it, it's pretty legit.
0: Yo, he glistening. He's shining, boy. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, man. So, um, there's still more analysis to come uh, as as we break down this day, um, just in the next day or two. And as we really try and uh, unwrap what we've seen, uh, I haven't seen aw i haven't seen nxt tonight so i, I don't know how I, those shows. i don't know out.
1: what's happened. yeah i mean we've been uh we've been checking our feeds and as of right now as of uh 11 o'clock eastern standard time nothing has happened yet from nxt so here's hoping nothing bad
0: has happened hopefully hopefully um Oh man! Otherwise, it's
1: just going to make for a very late day, or they might sit there and just start releasing the, the cuts are, uh, on uh, tomorrow morning. So if if that does happen, uh, make sure you tune in uh, tomorrow, uh, tomorrow night around nine nine thirty.
0: Yes, we will be here to break it all down for you, the Atomic Drop Show live and direct on YouTube. If you are listening to this, on demand, in demand, whatever then uh once again you know where and when to listen to us live and to interact with us and by the way just in case yes, just in case people might not want to you know call they can hop in the chat every show they can even send us an email do you think you can uh tell our loyal listeners how they can drop us a line via email as well
1: yeah, absolutely. Uh go to atomicdropshow at gmail.com. Find us on Instagram at Atomic Drop Show. Or hell, find us on Facebook at Atomic Drop Show. We are everywhere.
0: Absolutely. We are everywhere. And we are just getting started here on YouTube. Thank you for tuning in w- with us tonight. And um yeah, dude. Yeah. We're we are gonna continue to monitor the situation. Oh, there's a nice spoiler for NXT. Cool. Wonderful. Alright. I'm not gonna spoil it on the air, but yeah. Has some debuts. That's awesome.
1: Yay.
0: Good stuff. Yay. <laughs> and, Yay! And 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 we can talk about it tomorrow for sure.
1: No. Alright. All right. Well, for Kyle Cruz, and this is just in time, we will catch you tomorrow here on YouTube. Until then, see you Later!